702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. Seven minutes to seven and the Africa Report is brought to you by SAA. The ones who fly SAA's Going Route Network now flying to Sao Paulo, Brazil. Your gateway to South America. Crystal Odison, a very good morning to you. It really is today, this report, the tale of two elections on the continent. Let's start in our neck of the woods, so to speak. Uh, in the Sadek region, Madagascar. The president re-elected there, but opposition parties are crying foul. Yes, good morning, Pongani. So, Andre Rajolina won a third term following a rather controversial and disputed election that was um, boycotted by the opposition. Now, we spoke about it where firstly the election was postponed and then about 10 candidates, presidential candidates, withdrew from the election. Yet the election went ahead um, and he won 59%. His closest rival only won 14%. This rival is now challenging the election. Sadly, it was a very low turnout, Bongani, only 46%. And it's seen as the lowest in the island's history. So the opposition candidates still maintaining the election was a sham, denouncing, of course, President Dajolina's win. And now it's the the highest body, which is the high constitutional court that will have to verify the results. They have until next week, Tuesday, to basically say, yes, he won the election and, you know, um, and those who want to challenge it can then go to court. But I do think what it means, Bongani, is that you had very few people participating. You had more than 10 candidates and its supporters boycotting the election. And you now have Mr. Rajolina, you know, president for the third term. And it's going to be a tough task because high unemployment, different economic challenges, and now there's added political challenges. So I do think that his presidency just sets the country up for ongoing protest, ongoing challenges, and that his agenda of wanting to bring change or attempting to deal with the economic crisis may not happen at all. Let's go to now the west of Africa. Uh, in Liberia there, the former footballer, FIFA World Player of the Year, George Weah, conceding defeat. Are we now going to see a peaceful transfer of power? Indeed, we are, Bungani, and it's actually been a very big story because here, George Weah, it was the second round. It was a very close call. In fact, Weah won 49.36% of the vote, and uh, the president-elect, um, Mr. Bukai, won 50.64. So it was very close, and yet Weah accepted defeat. He said he lost the election. And it's really, it's been hailed by many, not only election observer groups, but different international aid bodies that really Liberia has shown Africa and West Africa in particular that a, an opposition leader can, in fact, win. So Joseph Bukai, quite an older leader, Pungani, because he's already 79, in fact, celebrated his birthday. Um, last week, he's the former vice president. He's coming on a ticket of cleaning up the country, dealing with corruption, dealing with the unemployment rate. That's, of course, easier said than done. 
where in his um, accepting defeat speech, he said it was time um, to put the nation's interests above personal interests. And in a region like West Africa, where we've seen so many coups, we've been seeing so many undemocratic leaders staying in power, I do think Liberia has shown the way that you can actually have a second round of have a very close call and accept defeat. And I do think that should be held as something um, that Liberians and Africa in particular should be proud of. See Africa, it is possible.